relax and listen, where Josh likes to speak about some recent gaming news and entertainment. Since I've been on an anime binge lately, I thought to discuss some of these shows and give my impressions and thoughts. Let's start with Licorice Recoil. Now, I have seen so many artworks, postings over on Twitter. Oops, I mean uh, X, because Xemnas took over the platform to promote Organization 13, and even saw the man, Hideo Kojima, tweet about the series itself. At this point, I'm like, what does this anime have to offer to even let someone like Kojima talk about it? Well, the two main stars are waifus, just to get that out of the way, starring Chisato and Takina. From start to finish, the show centers around the two's relationship between going to the mall, working at a cafe shop, or go full guns blazing against a terrorist organization. Now, the two work for an all-female assassin group called Licorice, led by the secret government organization DA, Direct Attack. These Licorice are made up of orphan girls that blend themselves in as high school students whose jobs are to maintain peace in Japan by eliminating bad guys under the radar. One day, during an intense hostage situation, Takina happily let loose on her firearm toward the kidnappers. The result led her to be fired by DA. She is sent over to another base of operations, it being Laiko Ryoko, a underground cafe business in which she is tutored by the colorful and high energy, I'll bet behind the facade, a gunslinger who even makes John Wick take a couple of notes. Takina herself is more serious and calm. The contrast between their personalities adds drama to how they go about doing things their way, which kept me enticed throughout the episodes, especially the villain, Majima, whose main reason doing the bad things is unique, and I don't want to give away since I think it's better to see it for yourself. Outside the plot, I'll say the soundtrack is rewarded an S-tier for how hard it goes. The weight it carries during some scenes elevated the tension further into a spectacle. The uniqueness of it sends my ears to another world, compounded with great animation visuals. The flair it gives off at times do make for some nice backgrounds and memorable scenery. The relationship development between Chisato and Takina is cute to see unfold. I felt they pasted well. This show is a must-watch without question. Whether it be the music, the characters' motivations, the setting, visuals, etc. Under the package is a roller coaster ride that keeps you on track until the fun ends. I meant to speak about this before, but I had the chance to watch The H.M. Magus Bride Season 2. And from the get-go, it doesn't waste any time at the second opening theme, with the singer Juna returning as she sung the first season opening too. This season focuses on Chisei going to college after Adolf offered her to participate 
and one of his academic magical schools. One is to hopefully break the curse she's been afflicted with from the dragon previously that might render her slave-begging title worthless immortality, and two, having to carry the dragon's arm with her. Elias doesn't buy into the notion of her needing to attend, since Adolf mentioned he wouldn't want to pass on an opportunity to research her. However, after a discussion between Chisei and Elias, they both eventually came to an agreement that she can go while Elias plans on attending too. I love how the season really focuses on the relationship together, about having to trust one another, learning not to rely solely on the other, and the couple talks, of course. I can see that Chisei and him are so much closer to another compared to when they first met. The new set of characters were introduced, still feels like they're saving the best and the rest of them for part two. But what they did show for some of their backstories and personalities made me guess a lot of why they're acting a certain way. The magic aspect takes a back seat just a little bit, and I didn't mind it since we got to understand a ton of it in season one. The mysteries surrounding the administration and what they're exactly doing is something I'll ponder over until October. The comedy the show has still hits the same as it did season one. The way everyone goes to chibi-like and are mellow at times in their voices makes me smile every time. The Ancient Magus Bride is such an underrated anime that I don't see much people talk about it, so I hope this little review might invigorate you to check it out. Also, the ending theme is so beautiful to my ears and well animated, I gush every time I see Chisei lying down. Give this anime a chance, I say. Hey, you remember me talking about games, right? Well, over the past week, we learned that Sony has taken down the ever-plagiarized The Last of Us clone, The Last Hope, from the Nintendo eShop in trailers on YouTube. And yeah, as you can imagine, by name, the game was blatantly ripping it off from the cover art, to Ellie being copied almost exactly the same from clothing, to an awful face. Next, after a few weeks of meddling, the Call of Duty official Twitter has confirmed Modern Warfare 3, no, not the 2011 one, get that out of here, will be the next new COD after someone leaked a key art image from a monster drink promoting said game. The Twitter account joked tweets saying, Joke's on you. Real key art here. We'll share our artistic abilities even more next week. Let's see how they justify this COD to be considered new. We found out that Hideo Kojima had rewritten the entire script of Death Stranding 2 when the pandemic was at its most prominent. He mentioned how the first one was all about connection, but since the pandemic forced many to work remotely, he had to change the concept of connection since the world is very much going through a reality shift right now. He says, In Death Stranding 2, the interpretation of Strand evolves. You'll notice at the end of the teaser trailer a message that says, Should we have connected? That's the crux of what we're trying to articulate in the sequel. And, to bring this up, it looks like that Fantasian game, the one with the real-life dioramas put in the game's environments, that had Nobuo Yumatsu as the composer a while back, is looking to get a Steam release sometime in the near future. The listing appeared in Steam's database. Now for a poem I created that was inspired by one of my favorite games, Doki Doki Literature Club. What I love 
I lack. Before I stacked, was let intact. Piece by piece, with nothing neat. How can I redeem was already beat? To say the sky can share is bare. Some can hoop, some can scoop. None can't glue, for it's doomed. After the break, what upcoming games will permeate the month of August? Gord is a strategy adventure game coming to PS5, Series X, and PC tomorrow. The MMO Tower of Fantasy will fantasize about getting its PlayStation versions tomorrow. WrestleQuest the RPG will slam its way for all platforms tomorrow. 30XX makes its own timeline on PC and Switch the 9th. Atlas Fallen has fallen its descent onto PS5, Series X, and PC the 10th. Stray, the lovable cat dystopia game, will purr its way toward the Xbox on the 10th. Stray Gods, the role-playing musical, is gonna jam on all platforms the 10th. Everspace 2 is making its galactic entrance for only PS5 and Series X the 15th. Hammerwatch 2 will first release on PC the 15th, while the console versions come out during fall. Madden NFL 24 is headed for almost all platforms the 15th. Moving Out 2 is available the 15th for all platforms. Shadow Gambit The Cursed Crew is on the 17th. Vampire Survivors for Switch is on the 17th. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre will indeed be gore-infested travesty for almost all platforms the 18th. Four Solas out the 22nd. Immortals of Avium is out the 22nd. Blasphemous 2 comes out the 24th. Ride 5 the 24th. Armored Core 6 Fires Rubicon from Software will release the 25th. Goodbye Volcano High out the 29th. Samba de Amigo Party Central will make a grand return the 29th. Sea of Stars the 29th of August. Under the Waves out the 29th. Daymare 1994 Sandcastle the 30th of August. Title Milestones 2 August 31st. 
and Trine 5, A Clockwork Conspiracy, conspires at the 31st of August. And with that, that's the end of today's episode, folks. If you like what you heard, you know what to do. And like the curious cat you are, you can find me on YouTube called Just Relax. As you can imagine, I play games. And the one I am currently playing, as of now, is Persona 5 Royal. I think I finally beat Mr. Kamoshida, so a round of applause for no reason. I sometimes do stream on Twitch on twitch.tv slash relax1. W-O-N. And my main culprit on the sticks is Devil May Cry 1, the original. If you want to come see me lose my mind, I stream around at 12 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. All the information will be in the description of this episode. And with that, I will see you all next time with my next podcast episode. Keep on gaming and do your best. And remember, just relax.